Hi y'all, John Alcorn, that one dude 2020, really the CEO and founder of the God Over Money Sports Network. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can hear it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Nobody works harder. Nobody loves sports and is more passionate about it than than this guy, John Alcorn. So, thank you. man, keep up the good work, man. I like your style. I don't know if I've seen someone with someone someone with the drive and passion to make it in the industry like I've seen with with you. Cutthroat. It's very you know up and down, roller coaster of emotion. He knows his stuff. Uh, you know, he's not afraid to go at people. Last time I checked, this is not the Los Angeles LeBron. Up, folks, welcome to another episode on the God of Our Money Entertainment Network. Folks, if you kind of haven't known, we are live back now on the John Alcorn Show YouTube page. Once we get the God of Our Money Entertainment Network back from not being able to record for a week, then we can post that solely on its own with a different title, a different description. Before we go into today's video, though, we kind of have I know we keep saying new program alert or new programming alert, but this one is going to be kind of changed how we kind of record the content here in a good way though on the god over money entertainment never though started a new job we're going to be starting that tomorrow and then we'll not be working friday but starting monday going to be working monday through friday 7 30 to 4 p.m so that will kind of affect in terms of what times we go live and so to make sure we get content every day for football what we're going to do here is after Sunday football, we're going to pre-record the Sunday night football post-game show, and we're going to upload that to my personal, to the personal, all the social media platforms out there 
that next Monday morning. So everybody gets the content then. And this weekend I will record, pre-record some of the next week's episodes. And when we have yesterday's episode talking about the week three or week four power rankings, that will be pre-recorded in advance. You'll get that on Tuesday, every single Wednesday now during the football season, you'll get the Thursday night NFL pre-game show. And on Thursdays, of course, you will get the Thursday night football post game show. And on Fridays, we're going to be doing kind of re-airing old episodes starting this Friday. We're going to be showing my first ever YouTube video. So we get content every single day. And on Saturdays, we're going to do the NFL Sunday pregame show, which will air Saturday mornings at 1030 a.m. Then on Sundays, you will get the postgame show for NFL Sunday to make sure people get content every single day. The times that it goes live based on the pre-recording is going to be a little bit different based on the work schedule. But once it gets set, we'll make sure to have the consistent recorded time every single time. Please bear with me, but thank you so much for the support. As we before we get into today's program, if you have any prayer requests, you can send an email to the God Over Money Sports Network at gmail.com. Try to create an email account with the current network name, the God of Our Money Entertainment Network. Too many, too many letters or too many characters. So this is the email we're going to use for now. No prayer or anything is too embarrassing. We are here for you folks. But if you're just now tuning in, the recording schedule is going to be a little bit different. But you'll get football content pretty much every single day during the week as I start my new job officially Monday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. on that. So let's get to today's program with today's, this afternoon's prayer break. Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity to continue to reach people that no matter the number, so Lord, let it reach the masses and let your glory be shined. And thank you, Lord, to let somebody know whether it's someone next week that watches this video or tonight. God's not going to give up on them, so they should not give up on you in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to today's Bible verse. We talk about 1 Corinthians 15.33, and what we try to do is we talk about, we think of Bible verse, but let's say, hey, what are some of the topics on today's show? Is it a pregame? Is it a postgame show? Is it the power rankings episode, or which ones are we doing? So if it's power rankings, means a new chance or a new opportunity. Then we have a Bible verse based on new chances and new opportunities, kind of talking about what we have in the topics, put that into a Bible verse and bring it back to God's word. Today it's 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. As we know, if you have checked out the Bible, they call the woman at the well who Let's just say, people, we all make a ton of mistakes. No human being is perfect. And for anybody to say that they don't make mistakes, that is a lie upon itself. The woman at the well, people were treating her like garbage and disrespecting her for all of her mistakes and what she's done or how many people she slept with. But the whole point is, despite what people were saying about her, she was surrounding herself with people that are faith-filled people. And she's not going to be deceived. She's not going to hang around people that are bad company because it ruins the good morals. When people are saying things about you, it's important to have that faith-filled community around you to help you be like, hey, sometimes the best response is actually no response at all. Just like in the Thursday night football game, where it's not maybe not the most exciting game, 
people are going to disrespect either the Texans or the Panthers. Despite what the quarterback, coaches, players are hearing, they're going to continue to do what they are going to do, just like what the woman of Wells can continue to do what God has called her to do, despite what people are saying. God loves you, though, very much, folks. But as you see in today's title video of the day, is Justin Fields ready at about an hour or two ago, um, before he was supposed to go live two hours ago, it is announced that Bears head coach Matt Aggie has announced that he will start quarterback Justin Fields against the Cleveland Browns. I'm happy for Justin Fields. I think this is exciting. Now, is he ready? Yes and no. Not because of his lack of ability. He's a rookie guy's a lot of things to work on. Like we talked about with Stafford and other different quarterbacks in the past that continue to drill this. Is it having the right coach, having the right GM, having the right system and the right players will help you succeed? Great receiver, Allen Robinson. But the fact of the matter is the Chicago Bears have a fruition plan that they want Justin Fields to succeed. They'd be their future franchise quarterback, their current franchise quarterback, which sounds great. But the other part of the problem with that plan is they will not see the full fruition of a successful Justin Fields career as long as Ryan Pace and Man Aggie are in the Chicago Bears organization. With Man Aggie's offensive play calling, it's an absolute joke. It's an absolute dumpster fire. So how are the, are the offenses going to be set different with Man Aggie, Ryan Pace versus who knows? Who could be the head coach in 2022? I have a, a shirt here somewhere, I think on the MS6 Sports Network, where we say, fire Man Aggie. I think this shouldn't be much of a surprise. I believe we have it here in a couple of moments. Let's see if I can pull that up here for y'all in just a moment. May I do not have it. But the point is, with Justin Fields, we all, I know I'm a Justin Fields fan. I've heard for him on and off the field. I know people can quote your history and say Ohio State quarterbacks don't last in the NFL. They don't have a long-lasting career. Or in like terms of Terrell Pryor, he switched to the receiver position. He wasn't very successful. You go back to Dwayne Haskins with the Washington football team. That didn't work out for very long. So I know people can have their points and their legit arguments here. But there's something different or something special about Justin Fields. Obviously, I'm not an Ohio State fan. Let me make no mistake about that. But if for the Chicago Bears to have a successful world, because if they have the right coach and the right GM, I can see Justin Fields for the Chicago Bears winning playoff games in the next three to four to five seasons, but not with the current head coach in the GM that they have for the Chicago Bears. That is going to derail his career. It's going to make Justin Fields look worse than he actually is. I believe he can be an elite quarterback in the NFL. I believe he can be an elite quarterback in the NFL. But not with Matt Nagy, not with Ryan Pace being the GM. And folks, if you want to start a, a joke, go fund me. I made this uh, pop up here, a Bears jersey saying "Fire Matt Nagy," and I put the number twenty one on the back because that is the year that head coach Matt Nagy is going to get fired. Fire Matt Nagy. You can either start the hashtag or do whatever you want. But I say this for a good reason. Obviously, you want people to have their jobs. But here is the fact. Before we go on to previewing the Thursday night football matchup between the Houston Texans and the Carolina Panthers. If the Chicago Bears can keep uh, Allen Robinson with Justin Fields, a right head coach, 
in the right GM. Aaron Rodgers leaves the Packers in 2022. Minnesota tries to rebuild with Calamon in the next two years. Like, look at that division right now. Let's go. Let's say it's 2022, folks. Minnesota or 2023. Minnesota Cousins' contract is expired. They're rebuilding with Calamon. The Lions are going to do whatever they want with Jared Goff. The Packers, Aaron Rodgers is beyond gone. He either retired or is the host of Jeopardy. And the best quarterback in that division, easy, hands down, in 2022 or 2023, is going to be Justin Fields, as long as they have the right head coach and the right GM. Chicago, despite them making a ton of mistakes, having quarterback issues, I truly believe if they play their cards right, keyword, what if they play their cards right, Justin Fields will have a successful career in Chicago. But like I said, Matt Aggie can't be there. Ryan Pace cannot be there. They cannot settle for mediocrity. Because Justin Fields, if he if they continue to develop him the right way, he's not going to be a mediocrity quarterback in the NFL. He's going to win you some big football games in the future if they have the right head coach and the right GM. But folks, if you haven't known that programming is going to change up just a little bit in terms of when it's going to be recording. Sunday Night Football Post Show will be live on Sunday. And Monday's show will be on Monday. We'll kind of, I will put this in the Word document to explain that for people that haven't tuned in. We'll make sure pretty much almost every single day you get new football content here on the program. Now to preview the Thursday night football matchup between the Carolina Panthers and the Houston Texans. I mean, let's be honest, folks. This is a Thursday night football matchup. This is not the Bucks and the Cowboys. This is more of the lesser thriller games. I'm more surprised on the Carolina Panthers side through the first two weeks. Sam Darnold, Robbie Anderson, they, they reunite after Robbie Anderson was a undrafted rookie for agent in 2016 by the New York Jets. Robbie Anderson had a career year last year. The Panthers with Bridgewater. McCaffrey's going to continue to get more health and continue to get better. You also got DJ Moore. You got the young and improving defense. Keyword, young and improving defense for the Carolina Panthers. And when they're facing off against the Texans offensive line, Texans offensive line is undisciplined. The Texas offense has Davis Mills starting in this game. Who Davis Mills, I know it's his rookie year. Maybe he's one of the more dysfunctional organizations, drama with, with certain situations or just not having the right players. The, the, uh, sorry. the Texans don't have the right team. So the Carolina Panthers can take advantage of that on the defensive side of the ball. They can first turnovers versus Davis Mills. We know so far, it's just early in, very early in his career, but he's turnover prone. Let the Carolina Panthers defense take care of that. You see just bits and pieces and early on of Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson or Sam Darnold's throwing the football down the field and has a very good arm. I'm not saying great, very good arm, so make no mistake about that. But connection between Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson Who's going to stop that? The Houston Texans last week against the Cleveland Browns had so many injuries on the offense, on the defense. With Justin Reed, Tyrod Taylor being out for this week and potentially more games moving forward here. And the running back core is going to be decent. Cooks, is he going to be continue to be 100%? What is Danny Amendola going to do? He was really good and help, very helpful against the Texans versus the side of the Jaguars in week one. But you're facing a younger team in the Carolina Panthers. Matt Moore, this team has to have a winning record. This team really kind of, but not necessarily make the playoffs, but have a winning record, especially what's happened 
the last two seasons who Matt Moore built up that Baylor program. But there should be, I understand, with Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, and David Johnson. But let's be honest. It's just for the first two games. And that's all we're talking about here. It's week three. But just for the first two weeks, I'm easily going to take the Carolina Panthers. It's not going to be what you see a blowout or a Bucks-type Falcons game. But Carolina Panthers are going to run the football down the Texans' throats. Sam Donald and Robbie Anderson are going to connect for a couple of touchdowns, most likely. Kirsten McCaffrey is going to get a couple of carries. He's going to be in the receiving game. And in the running game, Kirsten McCaffrey is going to be dominant. Will has a very good point here. Again, he does what he does in the news. The question is, isn't if Justin Fields is ready, he says the question is, is the NFL ready? And to be honest, folks, I will. I don't think the NFL is ready. But for them to be ready or not be ready, they have to have the right head coach. You can't have Brian Pace. You can't have Matt Nagy. You're not going to see the full effect of Justin Fields in the NFL with the current head coach and the current GM. Let's just be honest here. I think with Justin Fields with the right coaching staff and the right players, he can have a great career. and He's going to dominate that division because, well, like I said, 2022 and 2023 are going to be interesting in the NFC North. Rodgers is most likely gone after the season. Then you got Minnesota. His last year of Kirk Cousins' contract, I believe, in 2022. Correct me if I'm wrong. I looked that up here. Then you got the Lions. They're going to do with whatever they want. So Jared Goff can take advantage of that. They can keep Allen Robinson, right head coach, or right GM, continue to get some pieces in the draft on the offensive line, and maybe some pieces on defense. Justin Fields can have a very great career. Keyword can and could have a very great career with the Chicago Bears. But you can't have a man Aggie type of offensive play calling because if he was so good on offensive play calling, he wouldn't have relinquished that role for a couple of games last season to not only bring it back. But I definitely think the NFL isn't ready for Justin Fields yet, but he's not, they're not, I don't think Justin Fields is completely ready or is the NFL ready? Frankly, man, I don't know because we're not going to see we're not going to see the same type of offense with Justin Fields on the field in 2021 than we're going to see it in 2022. Because most likely the Bears are going to fire their head coach, so the offense is going to be different. The offense is going to be better. I don't think they're ready yet. I know this is preseason. This last week, Justin Fields played some time, and the stats weren't very good, but he is a rookie. We expect rookies to light it up in their first game and have a Marcus Mariota type game. Remember, folks, Mar Marcus Mariota's first game in the NFL – Four touchdowns, it was like 15 of her 20, 212 yards and four touchdowns. Phenomenal future of the NFL. First game was great. And then look at the career now. He's a backup to Derek Carr. So just because you start off strong in the NFL doesn't mean that you're going to have a great career. Just because you start off weak doesn't mean you're not going to have a great career. Trey Kahn says, Justin Fields is going to have to be the best quarterback of all the rookies. Well, Trey, I'm in agreement with you. I'm one of my Broncos to draft Justin Fields for a very good reason. I know the history, but I think out of all these quarterbacks, well, first of all, mentally and verbally, he's much more mature than Dwayne Haskins or when Trey Pryor came out of Ohio State here. I think he can be good. And Trey, I don't know if you tuned in to what I said in the beginning of this, is Justin Fields ready, is that looking in 2022 or 2023, Rogers going to be gone. Cousins next year, the season after, his contract's going to expire. Vikings are going to rebuild with most likely, hopefully, with Kellen Mond. The Detroit Lions are going to be the Detroit Lions and whatever they're going to do with Jared Goff. 
And, of course, they don't get the right offensive line pieces or receivers in the draft. We pretty much know that overall. So the Bears can take advantage of that with Justin Fields. But if you keep Allen Robinson with his team, with David Montgomery, and hopefully Tariq Cohen can be healthy next year, this team can be very exciting. Out of all the rookie quarterbacks, Zach Wilson, I don't know. It's just two games. I'm not really so sure of him as a quarterback. Look at maybe some of the other guys that are drafted. I'm not really too Trey Lance. I don't know. But I think Justin Fields can have a great career, in my opinion, is the best quarterback out of all these rookies. Now, or if they don't fire Matt Aggie and they don't have different head coaches next year, who knows? But he's an exciting rookie. I think he'll have a great career, my man. But looking at it from the Texas point of view against these Thursday night matchup between the Carolina Panthers, the Texans are playing at home. I feel bad for Texans fans. They're they're being put through so much a bull drive this year, and it's not their fault. It's situations that happened that we didn't think that would happen. So now you're faced up against the Carolina Panthers, who are the only competitive team in that division outside of Tampa Bay. The Falcons are garbage. The Saints, their verges, the the verdict is still out on them. Week one was a fluke. Week two was very iffy. So you look at this division. Excuse me, get that audio back. Carolina Panthers are the most competitive team at the division outside of Tampa Bay. But there is more pressure, I would think, on Matt Rule to win this game and have a winning record. I don't like I said, I don't think the Carolina Panthers would make the playoffs. But for them to have a successful season, it could be winning record like a 9-8, 10-7. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. But they have to have a written record. They have to win this game right here. With the Texans having a lot of injuries on the defense and offense this past week, the Carolina Panthers' offense and defense can take fully advantage of that. And I don't see how the Texans will win this game. Because even if you have Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, and David Johnson, they thrived all together with who at the quarterback position? Terod Taylor. But Teron Taylor isn't playing in this game. Rookie Davis Mills is playing in this game early on. But so far, what we're seeing is Davis Mills, he's, he's turnover prone. So Carolina Panthers' young and perfect defense line is going to take advantage of that. The connection between Sam Donner and Robbie Anderson is going to flourish in this football game. I mean, who are the really great corners for the Houston Texans? Oh, wait. Ah, they're absolutely nobody. So Carolina Panthers will totally take advantage of that. I can see it maybe being like a 24 to 16 type of game, or maybe I'm, I'm not the best at predicting scores. So don't roast me too much on that. But Carolina's 2 on this season so far, while the Houston Texans fall to 1-1, one one, but we're pretty close so far. But folks, if you haven't tuned yet, we will explain some of this other stuff. But as we do for pretty much every single program, going to today's – Final thoughts. Folks, you haven't heard, started a new job. So starting Monday, I kind of kind of explain the quick schedule and I put out a uh, format online and post it to make it a little bit easier to understand. Starting that job fully next week, Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m., which means the Monday night pre-show will be recorded in advance and will be out at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time while I'm at work because, again, that's a pre-recorded video. The Monday night uh, post-game show will be mainly recorded and will be uploaded Tuesday morning at 8.30 a.m. between 8 
and 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. Wednesday's episode like these will be recorded on Wednesdays in advance. And the Sunday videos, the Sunday preview show, will be uploaded on Saturday morning to make sure every single day, for the most part, we're going to get new football content. And on Fridays, we're going to try and do is upload old content. Like this Friday, we're going to be uploading, re-uploading, re-airing my first ever YouTube video from March of 2020 when I was recording in my very hot car. That was brutal. We improved, but I want to make sure Monday through Sunday, Sunday to Sunday or Saturday to Saturday, that y'all get football, new football content every single day. Even though I'm at work, the coin schedule might change even just a little bit more. But I will let y'all know in advance if that does change. Once again, starting with a new job, starting Monday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Thank you to Will Polson and Trey Collis for tuning into the program, folks. We'd like to be safe. If you have any prayer requests or anything of the sorts, you can email the Gather for Money Sports Network at gmail.com. No prayer or anything is ever too embarrassing. We are here for you. But without further ado, folks, we will end today's program. John Alcorn, the John Alcorn Show. We'll be live tomorrow on the Colorcast app to talk about this game. We'll see you all next time. Have a good one. And Justin Fields, my man, I'm rooting for you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. harder nobody loves sports and is more passionate about it than than this guy john alcorn so thank you. man keep up the good work man i like your style i don't know if i've seen someone with someone someone with the drive and passion to make it in the industry like i've seen with with you cutthroat it's very you know up and down roller coaster of emotion he knows his stuff uh you know he's not afraid to go at people and last my check this is not the los angeles lebron